work in primary care, okay? Uh, and that is give you an idea, for example, the type of population that we saw on Saturday. They're not going to have easy access to psychiatrics, okay? They are expensive, okay? Uh, you need insurance. It's complicated to get to them, okay? And to be honest, how psychiatrists is applied in this country, especially in public or low-income places, I don't like it, okay? It's very disappointed. This is why I'm not going to spend time on how it's going to be the psychiatric history that is completely different to the normal history that you take in the medical field and the physical ones, okay? Because in this one, yes, you're going to take vital signs, but you're not going to do abdominal. Of course, always in every psychiatric patient, you have to do a good physical exam. Because a lot of physical diseases mimic mental diseases or place the mental disease in a worse position, okay? Remember the endocrine system and neurological system are working together. If one is failing, the other one starts to give troubles to the other one, okay? Um, Correlated application, applying indications, contraindications, side effects, interactions, and adverse reactions of pharmacological agents and other relevant treatment modalities in the formulation of treatment plans of the different anxiety disorders. Apply investigatory and analytical thinking approach to clinical situations and communicate laboratory findings, differential diagnosis, and treatment plans with patients and other members of the healthcare team. Remember that some medications that we're going to see here, you have pharmacology for psychiatric already, you need to measure the level of the medication. If not, it can be completely toxic for the patient. Okay? And you don't want that. For example, which medication? Which one? Lithium. Okay? You have to be very vigilant about that. If not, you can hurt the patient. Okay? And also the interactions with some medications, especially with lithium. What is anxiety disorders? Okay? Is defined as an individual emotion and physical fear respond to a perceived threat. Okay? Every Friday you perceive the threat. <laughs> yes or no? Yes. Okay, you get anxious. <laughs> Which exam you have tomorrow? Cleaner? Okay. <laughs> I'm not telling lies. Every Friday you have an anxiety disorder because you see these exams as a threat, especially when you don't know how the exam is going to be. Okay? Pathological anxiety occurs when the symptoms are excessive, irrational, out of proportion to the trigger or are without an identifiable trigger. Okay? Maladaptive anxiety persists longer and feels more intense than transient and is a situational anxiety. Okay? This is very common. You're going to see this a lot on primary care, especially with this life that we have. Okay? With the stress, kids, traffic. Okay? I buy early to Professor Garza's class. <laughs> anxiety. Okay? Because she is punctual when she wants. Okay? But that kind of things are very common in our current society. Okay? And usually you're going to see more pathological anxiety than, than you think. Okay? Because tomorrow you present your, your exam, your past, your succeed, okay, or the things that you work, but you close that chapter, Okay, start to move on and get anxious again next Friday. Okay, but always every single day, I hope. Okay, now the criteria for most anxiety disorders involve symptoms that cause clinically significant distress or impairment in social and or occupational functioning. Okay, for example, if you are a surgeon, you can be anxious with blood? You are in the wrong profession. Okay? 
because you are going to see blood all the types, all the styles, okay? In the floor, over you, over your assistants, okay? You cannot be anxious about kind of things. That is going to be a dysfunctional anxiety, okay? Signs and symptoms, or a pilot that is afraid to the heights, okay? And sometimes happen, you were good on that, something happened, triggered on you an event, triggered on you something, and you get impaired, and you cannot do it any longer, okay? I have a, um, a, a, a story that happened to a very good friends of mine. They were doing the residency in Colombia. Um, we have usually 24-hour shifts. If you are lucky and your colleagues arrive on time, if not, you have 48-hour shifts, okay? And at that time, in Bogota is a very crazy city. The traffic here is nothing in comparison with Bogota. And one of the rules of the, at that time is that the main avenue where was the hospital is the hospital was one direction only for a certain time of the day. But they were so tired, one took the car, the other one get, uh, has to cross the street. And because both were distracted and both get exhausted, the best friend killed the other one with the car. They hit his best friend, and he passed away. After that, he couldn't work any longer in the hospital because the anxiety was too much and the guilt. Okay? That is a trigger that explains anxiety. Okay? But if suddenly I don't want to come to work and you love me, okay, it's not triggered, something is wrong. Okay? You have to evaluate that. It's an impairment. Okay? These diseases, usually we are going to see this is an impairment, okay? Or significant distress, you're not happy with this. And why I emphasize this? Because when we see personality disorders that are very pathological, it's not distress. Adult. The personality disorders, one of the differentials with the other disorders is that the person is very happy how they are. And they can be a psychopaths, but they are happy how they are. Okay? The other disorders, they are going to cause distress and impairment. Okay? The good, the good thing is that with these ones, you have pharmacological treatment and also a behavioral treatment. With personality disorders, we don't have any pharmacological. It's a few ones, and usually it doesn't work. Okay? The treatment guidelines are based on the level of symptoms impairment. Okay? The first line is selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, like the sertraline. Okay? And serotonin, no repinephrine reuptake inhibitors. Okay? Why this is the first line and not the benzodiazepines? You have pharmacology. Drowsiness. What else? What is the big problem with the benzodiazepines? Addiction. Recommendation is start with these ones. Second recommendation, benzodiazepines don't use it in elderly people. Okay? Elderly people doesn't have the kidneys working very well, and they have, can have a very cumulative dose on the body, and if they are prone to fall and to trip with the benzodiazepines, they are a disaster, okay? And remember that when we saw these birds, that a lot of them also drink alcohol, and benzodiazepines is a horrible combination. It's a lot of elderly people that is anxious, why? Feeling alone? Mm -hmm. They are worried about the, the health, okay? Finances. Finances. Mm -hmm. And they start to see how their friends start to pass away. And they start to think when I'm coming, 
when the devil is coming for me. That is scary. Okay? I remember a very good friend of mine. In fact, he, he, he was the godfather of my best friend. But a very respectable man, businessman in, my, in the city that I grew up. And he, my nickname to him was, I was the noise, because I was too loud, okay? Uh, his house was like a library or something like that. You have to come, good morning. And of course, I couldn't do that, okay? I was too loud. And he called me the noise, okay? When is the noise coming? <laughs> El ruido, me decía. But one day we, we were talking because I love poetry, and he was reading to me poetry, and... and and he, he used to say, you, you are the noise, but come here, savage. I'm going to try to give you something good in life. Was was hilarious. And he told me once something that is true, that I, he felt that he was in a forest, and every single day, one tree was falling around him. That meant that everyone that he was knowing or he grew up is dying. That created a lot of anxiety, okay? Again, the benzodiazepines work quickly and effectively, but they will be, can be addictive, okay? Minimize the use, duration, or dose. Benzodiazepines should be avoided in patients with history of substance use disorders, and particularly alcohol. Symptoms of anxiety disorder. Palpitations, tachycardia, and sweating. Okay, with panic attacks or performance anxiety. The tricyclic antidepressants and monoamine oxidase inhibitors may be considered if first-line agents are not effective. Their side effects profiles makes them less tolerable. When you switch from one medication to another one in psychiatry, how long you have to wait? Two weeks. Two weeks is the minimum, okay? Be careful with the herbals. People is taking uh, valeriana, okay? People is taking St. John's worth. Also, they have to wait two weeks if they are taking that, okay? Psychotherapy, many modalities of psychotherapy are helpful for patients suffering from anxiety disorders. And the cognitive behavioral therapy has been proven effective for anxiety disorders. With the cognitive behavioral therapy is that you recognize what are the triggers and you start to handle them, okay? To identify what is causing you the anxiety. Okay, panic attacks. Are a type of flu response involving an abrupt source of intense anxiety, which may be triggered or occur spontaneously. Panic attacks peak within minutes and usually resolve within half an hour. Okay? Patients may continue to feel anxious for hours. Afterwards, and confuse this for a prolonged panic attack. Although classically associated with panic disorders, panic attacks can also be experienced with other anxiety disorders, psychiatric disorders, and other medical conditions. Okay? What are going to be the signs and symptoms? Palpitations, sweating, shaking, shortness of breath, choking sensation, chest pain. If I give you these symptoms, what is your first diagnosis? A heart attack. And an unstable angina. Okay? That is the problem. Nausea. Lightheadedness. Despersonalization. We're going to see what is that. Fear of loss in control. Impeding sense of doom or fear of dying. Numbness of tingling and chills or hot flushes. Yes? Why? The first thing, this is a patient that we are going to see in the emergency room because if I have these symptoms, I'm not going to the primary doctor. No. You need to trade the, the underline. Sometimes they give it the beta blockers, the propanolol, and I have seen this that they give to the students to try to reduce 
the threats of the autonomic system, okay? But it's not treating the problem, it's treating the symptoms, okay? Usually they give a propanolol, okay? They take it two hours before the exam. Of course, the autonomic system is going to be dumb, okay? But you are still thinking, you're not treating the problem. You're not treating the triggers of the problem, okay? It's like a putting makeup, okay, but still it's going to be there, okay? Yes? And not just that, but like, um, also like when you take a beta blocker, that's one class of a medication that you can't just like abruptly stop taking. That's why like sometimes when they take the beta blockers, they're like, oh, like it's not working or like my blood pressure is so high. It takes a while for the system to like get acclimated Yes. Yes, and this is what I love when I see that they are taking it two hours before. It's doing nothing. Okay? Take a, a mint, this is the same effect. Okay? But the beta blocker is going to reduce the effect of the autonomic system, but not is going to treat the problem. Yes. The cumulative, the cumulative effect of the drug means that you take it daily. Yes, but it can also be depending on the person and depending on the person because if they are taking other medications that can allow them to be calm, I don't know. I've seen, I disagree. No, no, it's and fine. I but I tell you, by pharmacology, yeah. okay? you need to have a cumulative effect of that medication. It's not going to start so fast, no, okay? But then why do doctors only prescribe it as needed for that time? Because that helps also a little bit to reduce the symptoms of the autonomic system for that moment, okay? But it's not for treat the disease, that is what I say, okay? I think that you need to point the problem and decide what you're going to do because you cannot be taking the medication in that way, you know? Every time that I have you had a, a trigger, you cannot be using that as a, a game. Yes, yes, yes. Okay? You need really to treat the problem. Okay? Okay? Yes, this is what I say, and, and, and it's a good point, okay? Now, this is how, what a panic attack feels and looks like. You want to share something? Yes, okay. What a panic attack feels and looks like, okay? Dizziness, nausea, I'm going to die, I'm going crazy, increased heart rate, sweating, Apprehension, palpitations, breathless, hot or cold flashes, numbness, I'm losing control, selective attention, fear, chest pain, choking feeling, shaking, okay? Tingling, anxiety, shortness of breath, safety behaviors, trembling, upset of stomach, withdrawal from situations, fly and fight mode, Avoidance of situations and worry about the implications of the attack. Problem with the panic attacks is that you get anxious because you are going to have the panic attack. And you start to have a vicious cycle. This is why I say that it's better to treat the root of the problem. Okay? 
Now, panic disorders is characterized by a spontaneous recurrent panic attacks. These attacks occur suddenly out of the blue. Patients may also experience panic attacks with a clear trigger. The frequency of attacks ranges from multiple times per day to a few monthly. You can imagine someone who has different panic attacks a day. Do you see this functional? And it's exhausted. If you have the all autonomic system working, your cortisol to the clouds, every, everything ready to fly and fight, okay? In one point, your muscles hurt. You want to sleep. You don't want to do anything. Yes, Rafael. Yep. Yes, and this is one of the differential diagnoses. You need to roll out, number one, if you have an emergency that is no an a heart attack or an, an IM, also that you don't have an adrenal disease. Okay, you have to roll out that kind of things. In general, which ones suffer more panic attacks, women or males? women. Okay? And guess what? What is the diagnosis usually that they give you an emergency if you arrive with that? You are hysterical. Thank you, Floyd. I love you too. Hysterical comes from the words hysterum, that means uterus. Room. Mm-hmm. That was a lovely Sigmund Freud. He did a good things, but in particular with that, he created a label for women. And in fact, one of the treatments that he used to treat hystericals or hysteria was to apply radiations to the womb. In that way, women can control the hysteria because the problem was coming from the womb. And that includes a very famous people that he did that. Okay? Okay. Uh, yes? It was, um, you know, the thing with women is that you have to first roll out anxiety and a heart attack. But then with men, um, it can also be easy to miss because men may just see differently. Like my fiance had a, a co-worker that when he started his new job in one week, he... He started sweating and he walked, he said that he was sweating and he walked downstairs and they didn't see him after lunch. Mm -hmm. And he was, he was disappeared for like three days to the point that his wife came into work looking for him. What? Um, yeah. Um, and then she, she was the one that then they found him. Um, he was like somewhere else, but basically she was like, yeah, like he has like an, like these problems, like an anxiety disorder. And when he gets really stressed, he'll like just disappear. Yeah, withdraw. Because you can imagine, number one is worse in males. I have to be the strong one, okay? I cannot be showing that I'm weak. I cannot have fear. Males has to be fearless with hair in the chest. Something like that, okay? And when they start to look weak, it's worse for them. They need to withdraw, okay? And also the communication with male and females is different. We are more vocal, and this is why we are hysterical, okay? Males, no. And even in the childhood, girls start to talk faster than boys. Boys are more physical, okay? Girls start to say, no, faster than boys, okay? Boys are going to be pointing or throwing you things, okay? But that is the, the way you communicate, and that happens. That doesn't rule out that happen in males, too, okay? And usually, when happening males, panic disorder is related with sexual abuse or molestation in childhood. That is in the subconscious. Yeah. Okay? That happened a lot. Okay. Uh, patients develop debilitating anticipatory anxiety about having future attacks. Fear of the fear. This can lead to avoidance behaviors and become so severe as to leave patients homebound. 
They don't want to get out of the home. Now, what is the diagnosis according with the DSM-5? Okay, recurrent unexpected panic attacks without an identifiable tri uh, trigger. One or more panic attacks followed by more than one month of continuous worry about the experience, subsequent attacks or their consequences, and and or maladaptive changes in behaviors. Okay, not caused by the direct effects of a substance, another mental disorder, or another medical conditions. Okay. Close here. You cannot identify the trigger. Okay, and one or more panic attacks followed by one month of continuous worry about that is going to happen again, the fear of the fear, okay? What is the theology? Greater risk of panic disorders if first degree relative affected. Someone in your family suffer of this, okay? High incidence of stressors, especially loss, prodigy to instead of the disorder. How do you think is the anxiety now of the population in comparison before COVID? Higher or lower? Higher, because it's a lot of people that pass away. And also, was the uncertainty. We didn't know how this disease behaved. We didn't know how long we we're going to be locked down. We didn't know if we we're going to get back to our lives. We didn't know a lot of things that happened, and a lot of people after that start to be very anxious. Okay? History of childhood physical or sexual abuse. If you have a patient who has panic disorders and like to set on fire things, you have to explore sexual abuse. It's a way to redeem yourself, to have control. If you have a patient that tell you, no, sometimes I, uh, I start to put papers and put on fire, but you smoke, no. Especially in adolescence. It's sexual abuse behind. Okay? Hey, the, the mind is a word that we didn't explore yet. There's a lot of things happening there. Okay? And especially when the sex, uh, the abuse is coming from a family member. Because it's a way that you can defend yourself because your trust has been also broken. That is the person who has to protect you, how they do this to you. Okay? And you can ask them when they say they don't recall any sexual abuse, but for sure they have it. Epidemiology, lifetime prevalence, more women than men, okay? And median age of unsaid is 20 to 24 years old. How many of you are in that age range? Between 20 to 24. Oh, you have babies here. Who is between that age, 20 to 24? <laughs> you see? Okay. Can, but can it start at that age? Okay, yes. You mentioned about like before and after COVID. Uh, in the in the East, I knew three young men, all between the ages of 20 and 24, and one and two weeks from each other. This is very sad. They all committed suicide. You see? A lot of mental diseases increased with COVID. Okay? Like they were people that you're like, one just had a baby, they were young, a young couple. Um, one, they tried to save them from themselves, but it was very too late, and then the other they found. So. Yeah. That was great. A lot of mental diseases increased with uh, COVID. This is what I lose in my life. Mm -hmm. No, I'm serious. I, I, I always, I never deny it. Okay, I take my tablets every single day, okay? Pray to Lord, go to therapy, go to my therapist, okay? My left love, 
my parietal one, temporal, okay? No, don't touch the frontal today. Okay, I move on. Mental diseases we have as providers to start to remove the stigma. Okay, that is the first lesson that I wanted you to learn. Okay, because I exactly no, but okay, I'm going to give you an example. If I come here, guys, yesterday I was in the gynecologist. Look at your faces. Some of you are like, okay, okay. And he put me in this position, okay? And I told him that the speculum was too big, okay? Because my papa smell, you know, I have my uterus in retroversus, okay? And also I have an, a very uh, not well-developed vagina, okay? You look at me like, okay, yes, oh, a papa smell. Now, if I come, guys, yesterday I was in my psychiatrist. You may even make the noise, okay? Ah, now I understand why the professor was emotional. Yeah, see, she cannot be stable. She's crazy. How she's teaching here? Yes or no? We know more the physical. We are better trained to deal with the physical. You are more concerned, know how my vagina look like. Probably she's going to have a, a tumor. Oh, no, no. It's going to be retroversed. Well, this is not so common, okay? This is why she doesn't even have biological kids, probably. You have a, a complete story. But as soon as I told you I was in my psychiatric, you block. Right. But it's also our association with mental health weakness. Like, that's... We don't typically go to physical weakness on that stuff, but we go to mentally weak with that stuff. Because we have been labeled also disabilities more physically than mental ones. Okay? I have a mental disease, as I can have pre-diabetes, as I can have HIV. The attitude of the provider is going to give me the best treatment. This is why this guy, I told him, hey, the problem is that you smoke. He fell embarrassed. I'm sorry, I just, I swear that I, I only have marijuana this morning. So no, I don't judge you, okay? I'm telling you why we couldn't get your sample, okay? You are dehydrated and also you smoke. That doesn't help, okay? That's it. But you can imagine how many times he has been hearing, oh, sure, you're a junk. He was offensive, okay? We told other ones, hey, your sugar is high. Ah, yes, I know, okay? But no one took it offensively. I'm diabetic when you say that. I'm so sorry. No. We need, as a providers, to move that stigma completely, okay? Mental diseases are part of our life. Okay? I always say I have a, a corner here that I have a pillow. And when I have my bad moments, I'm going there and I say, excuse me, can I use this, my sacred room? Yes, of course. And I get a pillow. <laughs> and I come back as a human being again. Because it's my safest space. Okay? Yes, I have a mental disease as I can have hypertension, as I can have cancer, as I can have myasthenia gravis, as I can have other things. But guess the difference? If I told you that I am the hospital because I have, uh, I'm going to do my uh, gastroplastia because I want to lose weight because I have been eating like a pig and I'll, Decide to do it. How many of you are going to visit me? The majority of you. Ah, oh, we need to support Dr. Garcés. She's doing this because she's going to look good. Now, finally, she's going to be skinny. And she, the bad jokes about the way this gone off our classes. Amazing. If I tell you that I'm Becker at 
because I try to commit suicide. How many of you are going to visit me? I hope so. I hope so. Because when you go into that unit, you don't see anyone. No one. No one. You go to the hospitals and you see everyone there. Okay? Even in infectious diseases. You cannot be here, this guy has TB and is resistant to the antibiotics, and everyone is, I have to visit my cousin. Okay? In the mental health units, you don't see anyone. My job, as I always say, is to you change the life of one, yes. And the second one is that you see mental diseases on the other perspective. Guys, also, you need to know your scope, okay? Because I'm a psychiatric patient, and that day I'm too emotional, and someone is coming to drag me to be worse, I can say, I understand you completely. I'm going to bring a colleague that is the best for this. As the same way that probably is a heart attack, okay? I hate AKGs, I see something is wrong. Who won the, the prize for the professor? And I'm going with the AKG to miss. <laughs> and I'm going to tell the patient, we are in the best hands. We are doing the best for you. And I saw that close the door. Because he's the competent one. Okay? We cannot know everything. And probably he's going to teach me. Oh, yes, this is bad. Okay, all yours. All yours. Okay? You are the cardiac unit, all yours, okay? And I coming back, you are in the best hands. Doctor, here's the PA here, that is better than the doctor. Go, all yours, okay? You need to know your limitations. No, everyone is ready to work with psychiatric patients, okay? Because, but let me tell you, the very bad psychiatric patients, we don't have enough residential to have them. But the normal people, you want to see with this one. And let's guess what they need? Empathy, compassion, and listen to them. Yes. What about when the patient doesn't want to admit that they do have a mental disorder? They, they don't agree on what the provider is saying. You respect that, but you tell them, and you put in your history, okay? When is the only way that you can really take decisions for the patient if they have a mental health disorder. If they are at risk for themselves or for others, it's the only way. If that patient is telling you, I'm going to go to home, take all the benzodiazepines of my mind, the my mom, I have a vodka ready, and I'm going to drink all the tablets that are 30, these milligrams, and I'm going to take the vodka that is uh, the last one I brought from Russia, and I'm going to drink it in less than a, a one hour. But before that, I'm going to stab my mom to death. You have to call the police and make her out of patient, because it has a plan. Be careful with the self-mutilation. If you see that a patient is coming, and this is more going to the part of the suicide and, 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 and mood disorders, but just to give you the hint and we continue and we have a break. If you see a patient in this weather of Miami coming with a jacket, tell them to remove the jacket. And you are going to take the blood pressure and you're going to see your burns or cuts. And that is the first step to start to increase and they are going to hurt themselves. Okay? And they hurt with the, themselves with cuts that you can imagine even with the pens. They start to do it with the pens or with their own nails. Okay? Because it's a, a way to copy. Okay, let's have 10 minutes of break and we continue.
Hey guys, let's let's come back, okay? I'm going to finish at okay. I'm going to finish at 10:30. In that way, you can have at least 30 minutes to review for your exam because you have a packed day, okay? Um, let's finish with the panic disorders anxiety, and we'll start with obsessive compulsiveness tomorrow, okay? And Claudia is doing coffee. I need coffee. Today, no one bring me coffee. Why? <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't need an overdose, okay? Okay. We were talking about panic disorders. You're recording already? Okay. Guys. Okay. The course and prognosis. It's a chronic course with... is with waxing and waning symptoms, okay? Relapses are common with discontinuation of medical therapy. This is very important in all the diseases, but especially, okay, in mental diseases. Patients cannot stop medication suddenly. They need to start to trigger and little by little remove it because they are going to have bone symptoms and it's going to be much worse, okay? Only a minority of patients has full remissions of symptoms. Up to 65% of patients with panic disorders have major depression. Other comorbid syndromes include other anxiety disorders, especially agoraphobia, because you want to be homebound, you want to be safe, okay? bipolar disorder, and alcohol use disorder. Bless you. Treatment for panic disorders, pharmacotherapy, and CBT. Most effective first line is going to be, again, CCRIs, okay? Can switch to DCAs, okay? If CCRIs are not affected, can use benzodiazepines like clonazepam or lorazepam as a schedule or PRN, especially until the other medications reach full efficacy. Remember the CCRIs, how long it takes to get the accumulation and the blood levels that you need? At least two weeks. And usually you see the effects of these medications is after one month or two months. Okay. Agoraphobia is an intense fear of being in public places, bless you, where escape or obtaining help may be difficult. If often develops with panic disorders, the cause of the disorder is usually chronic. Avoidance behaviors may become as extreme as complete confinement to the home. Okay. The diagnosis according with the DSM-5, intense fear, anxiety about Okay, intense fear and anxiety about more than two situations due to concern of difficulty escaping or obtaining help in case of panic or other humiliating symptoms. Outside of the home alone, open spaces, enclosed spaces, places, public transportation, crowds and lines. This person is functional? No. It's disrupting completely the life, the anxiety. Symptoms cause significant social or occupational dysfunction symptoms. You have to have the symptoms at least for six months to do the diagnosis. Symptoms not better explained by another mental disorder. Which one will be the mental disorder that can be the differential diagnosis? 
organic disorder mm -hmm. can be together. Which other one? Schizophrenia. They have some stages in the schizophrenia that they are completely isolated. Okay, and usually is that trait that is uh, give you the idea that is the most difficult to treat. Okay, because we are social animals. Human beings are social animals. This is why COVID-19 confinements give us these bad results in our mental health because we need to socialize. Etiology is a strong genetic factor, okay? About 60%. That means someone in your family has this one. Psychosocial factor, okay? More than 50% of patients experience a panic attack prior. Onset is usually before or age 35, follows a traumatic event, anxiety disorder or depressive disorder, okay? Treatment, similar approach as panic disorder. That means CBT, okay? And as I mentioned before, uh, uh, Maram, is to find the root. It's not only medication, you need therapy. And that is important. And that is one of the big problems that we have here in the healthcare system. When you finally get a psychiatrist to see you, they bombard you with medications, but you cannot find therapy. You need to find the roots and start to work in the roots of the problem. Medication is controlling the symptoms, but it's not controlling the problem, okay? That is why it's so important to have a good therapist, okay? And to find a good therapist is a, a, another mission. Special insurance doesn't cover too much therapy, not even physical therapy, okay? If I have a car accident with my insurance here in the college, maximum I think I can have 12 therapies at the year. What am I going to recover if the accident was very bad with that? Nothing. Okay? And for mental health, I think it's six therapies per year. That means I can see my therapist every two months? Okay? Specific phobias. A phobia is defined as irrational fear that leads to endurance of the anxiety and or avoidance of the fear of the other situation. A specific phobia is an intense fear of a specific object or situation. Okay? Social anxiety disorder is a social phobia. It's the fear of scrutiny by others or fear of acting in humiliating or embarrassing way. The phobia might develop in the awake of negative or traumatic encounters with the stimulus. Who has phobias here? <laughs> phobia to what? Spiders? What? Okay, clowns. Okay. Okay. Michelle? Okay, which other phobia? Oh, I think a lot of circles together. A lot of circles together? Okay. Circular phobia? <laughs> yes, Luis. <laughs> Sorry? Death? Mm -hmm. Okay, necrophobia? Okay. Sorry? I couldn't hear you. To feet. To feet? Yeah. Yes. Yes. You cannot go to the Japanese places to have a massage with the feet. No. You don't like to shoot people. That's that's that happened. Which other phobias? Okay. The flapping to the birds. I'm phobic to the rats. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, my God. Petrify it. You want to see me petrify it and pee my pants? <laughs> a rat. A rat. I hate rats. I get paralyzed with rats. Okay? I hate rats. I don't know if I identify with them. I don't know. Okay? 
but I hate rats. In fact, I can have a snake and a rat and I'm going to kiss a snake. I hate rats. If you want to see me running in the I-95, bring a rat. Because I can be running for my life or petrified. I hear it. I hear it. Yes. Guys. Scorpions. Yes. But you know, scorpions are still. Guys, I know it's interesting, but scorpions still mean any threat because they can be poisoned. Yeah. Okay, but rats? I don't know if it's a, the, the, my epidemiology and me that is bubonic. I don't know. I hate rats. Okay, but people have fears that are irrational. Okay, I had a friend that was like Luis, and I see a spider. He was save me, huh? Okay. You never expect someone so tall that is scared to something too small, you know? Yes. Does it like dogs? Mm -hmm. Dogs. But let me tell you, with the new dogs that they are doing now, they are scary. Okay? They are not cute than our time. Yes, Krista. Guys. They are paralyzed and the anxiety is coming and they can have even panic attacks. Okay? Yes. Yes. And I remember that we were discussing, guys, I need we regroup, please. Okay? We were discussing in one class that we were in the 3101. Uh, that is people that doesn't like poverty. That is, this is a kind of phobia. And that is part of the xenophobia in some parts of the world, okay? It's a phobia for poverty. They don't like poor people. They don't like homeless, okay? They don't like homeless, okay? But it's paralyzing, okay? They don't send allow you to do things. But the social anxiety disorder or social phobia is one of the biggest ones because they don't want to do the things. They don't want to be exposed, okay? And... Let me tell you, be ready, because with all this bullying that is happening in the schools, we are going to have a lot of adults with social anxiety disorders. Because they are capable to deal with the social pressure. Okay? Diagnosis for a specific phobias, persistent, excessive fear elicited by a specific situations or object, which is out of proportion to any actual danger or threat. Exposure to the situation triggers an immediate fear response. Situation or object is avoided where possible or tolerated with intense anxiety. Symptoms cause, cause significant social or occupational dysfunction and is more than six months, okay? The diagnostic criteria for social anxiety disorder are similar to the above except the phobic stimulus is related to social scrutiny and negative evaluation. The patients feel embarrassment, humiliation, and rejection. Okay? This is the people that cannot have an appointment to the doctor because if the, he has a very nice nurse, what you want? It's going out. It's not returning any longer there. Okay? Phobias are the most common psychiatric disorder in women and second most common in men. Substance-related is the first one in men. Lifetime prevalence of a specific phobia, 10% mean age of onset for a specific phobia is 10 years old. Okay? My nephew hates clowns. Clowns, clowns. Okay? He never say, and he, he was fired, so he say, I hate clowns. We could never have a party with clowns, okay? 
Even we have to start to treat him to go to McDonald's because he ate. <laughs> I can't even. I can't even watch Ronald McDonald when they have the commercials. Yeah. Bless you. Yes. Yeah. You see. And you ask me if I see it on the TV, guys. If you, you ask me if I see what's on the TV, I switch the, the channel. Yes, I can. Okay. And I start to sweat and I start to be <laughs> panting and everything. Yes. The sensibilization. <laughs> If you give me a, a box of diapers, probably, but mm -mm. okay. Mm -mm. That that cold fits. And let me tell you something to close this because I promise you we are going to finish early. I had um, a chow chow I had in Venezuela, and she likes to hunt, and she likes to bring the prices to me. A chow chow, a dog, but she was the red ones with the, uh, the blue tongue. She was amazing, okay? It was no problem, okay? But one day she dropped two and put everyone in my feet. When I felt that cadaver, <laughs> the little cold feet, all my feet, okay? The, she put two rats. She was so happy because she had to kill two, okay? I was screaming from the top of my lungs. I was petrified. My dad came downstairs. Who's inside of the house? And I was rat, rat. Because also I felt the tail. I had a shower for two hours. I put her mouth in Clorox almost, okay? She didn't help. I cannot have the sensation therapy. Trust me. Okay? My neighbor came. You can imagine how loud I was screaming. And my neighbor came. Where is the fire? Where is the fire? And I had to remove it because I even could move to take it out of my feet. Okay? Now. Okay? Median age of onset for social anxiety disorder is 13 years old. Yes? Yes, but guys. My friend was having a party, and we're, I was helping her like set up, and she was like, "Oh man, we're gonna do all this stuff, you little girl." And one of the girls, she's a clown, and I didn't know that. And I was like talking to her normal, whatever. All of a sudden, she goes upstairs to get ready, and I see something colorful come down, and I ran, and I was like, "What's happening?" Like, You are a clown right now. Yes? Mm -hmm. She had makeup on, like the big puffy pants. <laughs> I know. So, I know. I was scared. I started crying. I was literally shaking a child, a whole child. And all the little kids were having fun. They didn't know that they could do what they But that happened, okay? That happened, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let, let's conclude this, okay? A specific phobia rates are higher in women compared to men, 
okay? But vary depending on the type of stimulus. Social anxiety disorder occurs equally in men and women, okay? Treatment. CBT, as you mentioned, they say this, the sensibilization. Now, I have to be on drugs if I'm going to be that. No. Social anxiety disorder or social phobia is going to be CBT because the other phobias are not so inhabilitating, but the social one, yes. Okay? First line medication against CCRIs are no or NCRIs. Guys, if you don't know the medications of anxiety that are the same for everything, I'm going to took my shoes and give you pop out. Okay? For debilitating symptoms, benzodiazepines can be used as a schedule. Okay? Beta blockers, they play up as a PRM here. Okay? For performance anxiety and public speaking. But you have the other medication too. Okay? You have the other medication with the uh, CCRIs. And we're going to stop here. We're going to continue here tomorrow. Okay? Good luck tomorrow on your exam. I will see you. I will see you at, at 10 tomorrow. Okay?